Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. We are talking today about how to go from yoga teacher to thriving yogipreneur. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm sharing today. So I want to ask you, what does it mean to be a thriving yogipreneur? What does it mean to you to be a thriving yogipreneur? Well, if you're like most yoga teachers, you'll know that hustle and the grind that comes with transitioning from your day job, that nine to five, to teaching yoga. And maybe you've already experienced what it means to also level up from yoga teacher to thriving yogipreneur and to actually build a business that pays your bills at the end of the month and gives you that freedom that we're all looking for. And, you know, any journey that you're on, whether it's the journey from nine to five to yoga teacher or yoga teacher to business owner, you know, you're starting to put the business hat on and become a thriving yogipreneur, that's what we're talking about today. But any journey like that, where you're going from the ordinary to the extraordinary, it really takes time and it takes persistence and it takes a lot of courage, okay? And that's certainly what you're going to need to make that transition from yoga teacher to thriving yogipreneur. So I want to share with you guys a little bit about my own journey because it took me way too long to listen to my gut and to listen to my intuition and to actually unlock my yogipreneur, yogipreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit. And before I became a yoga teacher, I was stuck climbing a climbing the ladder, climbing the career ladder in a 15-year marketing career and I felt burnt out, and I was hustling to exhaustion, and I was really driven by this belief that I had to keep working harder and I had to keep achieving more to actually succeed in my career. And maybe you guys can relate to that. And you know, during that time, through my 20s and into my 30s, Yoga became my medicine, right? It it became the thing that was saving me from feeling so burnt out and feeling so frazzled. And in 2015, I joined a yoga teacher training to deepen my practice. Okay, we've all been there, right? You know, we think that we're going into a yoga teacher training for ourselves and that we're not going to go and actually teach yoga. We're just going to go and deepen our practice. And lo and behold, I soon discovered my desire to share yoga with other people. And I know many of you have had the similar stories when it comes to, you know, actually wanting to become a yoga teacher. And from there, within a few months, I quit my well-paid job as a marketing director and I went on to pursue my dream of building my own business. And I had had that dream for many years, 
You know, I wanted to have my own business, but I didn't really know what it was, what I was going to do. And there it was right in front of me, yoga. Yoga was was the pathway that I was on. And so I made that transition. And, you know, within a matter of years, I'd sold out 25 yoga retreats from Ibiza through Europe to Bali, where I now live. I taught hundreds of classes in London. I'd hosted dozens of unique yoga events. And I'd really started to build a loyal community up that I could call my own. So I'd gone from this like hustling yoga teacher to become a thriving yoga business owner, a thriving yogipreneur. And, you know, it's the yoga teaching life that many teachers like yourself dream of. But still, we hear the struggles that come with that journey. And, you know, so today, you know, I really want to talk to you about how you can take some steps, how you can start to move in the direction so that you can go from being the amazing yoga teacher that you are, that has all of these gifts that you need to share with the world because they're there and they must be shared, but to go from that to actually making this teaching career of yours work. And by that, you know, making money, paying your bills, giving you the freedom that you really deserve. So, this topic is for you today. If, if you are finding yourself hustling hard, but you're still struggling to get your business off the ground. You know, when we think about what it actually means to thrive, yeah, to actually thrive as a yoga teacher, and there's no reason why that should not be you, okay? There's no reason why that shouldn't be you. So going back to, to that, you know, for, for me, it's freedom. Yeah, you guys have said that. It's freedom. It's time off. It's time off, you know, which is exactly what I've just had. I've just had a trip back to the UK and I essentially just took six weeks off from Digital Yoga Academy. Did you guys notice? <laughs> I hope you did. <laughs> I did one live here on Instagram and, and in the Facebook group. And, you know, my team have been amazing. My team have been manning the fort. And so this is the first time that I've done this. You know, I've been running this business now for the last five years. And it's the first time that I've been able to, you know, take this sabbatical, really, six weeks off. And, you know, and for everything to still be running as it should. You know, that for me right now, where I am in my business, that is a major marker of success. You know, it's a major marker of success. And to be able to just switch off, I've actually been able to switch off, which has been just incredible. And I really needed it. I needed that downtime, you know, so taking the time off to actually reset because it's important because this year has been a busy year. So it's been a busy year here at Digital Yoga Academy. It's been pretty epic. Like we've had, we've had multiple six figure launches. You know, we've welcomed hundreds of students into our programs. I've coached personally, you know, dozens of, of teachers, our mentorship team. We have a mentor team 
a mentorship team. They've mentored dozens of teachers privately. And our students have gone on to create massive impact in their businesses. You know, teachers in the Profitable Yoga Teacher program have been having their, you know, first 5K launches. My private coaching clients are having 20K launches. And all of this is still happening whilst I'm having a six-week holiday. And so for me personally, that's what it really means for me right now. You know, remember I'm five years in. That's what it really means for me to be a thriving yogipreneur. And so we all have our own definition of what that is, you know, based on where we're at right now and what we're working towards. Because we're all on our own journeys, aren't we? You know, we shouldn't be comparing our journey to someone else's. You shouldn't be comparing your journey to my journey and, you know, vice versa. So, you know, next time imposter syndrome creeps in, you need to remember that. Remember that. So today's session, today, we're taking it a step further. You are leveling up from yoga teacher who may be struggling right now to thriving yogipreneur who's built a community that you can call your own and who's living life on on your terms essentially you know all of those things that you guys have been sharing with me in what it actually means to thrive you know the freedom feeling fulfilled you know having space in your life all of those things so that's what we're talking about today so i'm sharing three essential steps so Step one, step one, are you ready guys? Step one is to prepare yourself mentally. It's all about really cultivating your mindset, okay? You hear me talk about this a lot. Cultivating your mindset for success and not just today, but every day, like doing this every single day, like this is a big step and it is essential. All of our programs, we start with this. We start with the mindset work and we continue with it throughout. And you know, your mindset is essential. It's a big step and it's everything. You know, I didn't have this entrepreneurial mindset that I have now. I didn't have this when I first started, when I first started to build my business. You know, it took me some time before I finally figured out why everything felt like a struggle. Because it did, it felt like a struggle and I just couldn't work it out because I had the, I had the marketing strategies. You know, it wasn't that, that I was short of the strategies but it was what was going on up here that was holding me back. And the reason for that is because I was very much embodying an employee mindset. You know, I've just come out of a 15 year career, the nine to five career, and that employee mindset is very, very different. It's a different place. It's a different place to the mindset of an entrepreneur. And you know, I was still thinking like an employee working in corporate land. And that's exactly how you might be thinking right now. Like if you currently have the mindset of a yoga teacher who is relying on, you know, making money teaching studio classes or, you know, making money teaching just drop-in classes to pay your bills, that is you know, that's directly related to what I would call that employee mindset. So what I should have been doing earlier on was actually working on cultivating my mindset for success and really shifting from just thinking, from thinking just as a yoga teacher to thinking like a business owner. 
Yeah, it's different. It's very, very different. And the great thing is that when I realized this, <laughs> when I realized that it was my mindset that was holding me back, because as I said, it wasn't a lack of marketing strategies or knowledge. I was really able to start to take some steps to actually work on my mindset and transform my mindset and become more aware of my thought patterns, right? My thought patterns and the limiting beliefs that were really holding me back and you know keeping me or stopping me from playing a bigger game in my business. So, you know, up until that point when I had this kind of epiphanic moment, <laughs> this epiphany, this realization, the penny dropped that it was me that was holding me back. You know, up until that point, I was playing small. You know, maybe you guys can relate to this, what I'm sharing. And, you know, I'm guessing that you all, and I know this because I know this myself, but like, I'm guessing you became a yoga teacher because yoga changed your life and you want to share it's your mission now to help others to change their lives. And so, you know, you didn't come into it to become a business owner. Like they didn't teach you how to do that in your yoga teacher training. And so, you know, with that, with that, you, you're not prepared to make the decisions of a business owner. So, you know, when you start to cultivate your mindset to think like a business owner, you actually embrace the strategies that are required to grow your community online and to start being more visible and to work through all those fears that are holding you back, you know, to, to no longer be scared to step off or level up, you know, you actually start to embrace showing up in a bigger way. So I love the 80-20 rule because it applies to almost everything in life. But when you think of your business, it's 80% mindset and 20% strategies. Yeah, these strategies, they can be the best ones in the world. I can teach you all of the marketing strategies. None of them are gonna work right? They're not going to work if you do not have the entrepreneurial business mindset to match. Yeah? <laughs> super important. Super, super important. Um, so if you're struggling right now in your business, if you're struggling right now, i.e. you're struggling to pay your bills at the, at the end of the month, you're struggling to fill your classes, you're struggling to grow your email list, maybe you don't even really know about growing your email list. So again, that's a business hat thing, right? So maybe you're struggling right now, why do you think that is? So many teachers think that the reason their business isn't growing is that they don't have enough money, right? They don't have enough money yet to you know, pay for this or to pay for that, that's gonna help them to grow. They don't have enough money yet to put into Facebook ads, that's what they need to grow, right? So there's, there's a money kind of um, excuse, right? There's a money reason. Or they're afraid to make the transition from their day job because it's not the right time yet. Or, you know, if they do that, they won't be able to pay their bills. You know, if they try to make their side hustle, i.e. teaching yoga, their business. So there's always going to be these little reasons or, or I'm going to just 
put it out there on the table and say excuses that we tell ourselves why something isn't working. And what is really holding these teachers back is their mindset. Yeah, is their mindset. Because transitioning from, let's call it the employee mindset, to being an entrepreneur is a huge mindset shift, you know, especially if you're used to the predictability of something, right? If you're used to the predictability of a monthly paycheck, you know, if you're in your nine to five, let's say, and you haven't made, quite made that leap yet. So, you know, quitting your job and starting your, your yoga business, it's only really half the battle, isn't it? Like you need to be prepared to become an entrepreneur and you need to put, be able to put plans together. You need to get organized. There's so much that comes with it. And you're, you need to create habits. You need to create new habits. So, you know, it's about, it's about stepping into that space. And that really means opening your mind to new possibilities, to taking risks that you never took before, to making decisions that you've never made before. You know, all of these things are new to facing your fears and to really kind of move out of your comfort zone. Like we've heard it before, haven't we? You know, that is where the growth is when you move through your comfort zone and you embrace failure and you see it as an opportunity to learn. If something doesn't work, you don't get so like, you know, hung up with something if it if it didn't work. You keep moving forward and you see everything as a learning opportunity. And so you must prepare yourself for that. Like that is the realities of being a yogipreneur, you know, and it's about really training your brain to approach things in a very, very different way. And to do that every single day, you know, cultivate your mindset every single day. So we've talked about cultivating your mindset. That's step one. And step two, decide on a niche. <laughs> it's the one that you don't want me to say, I know. It's the resistance. The resistance comes with this one. So decide on a niche. Having a niche is what differentiates or sets apart the yoga teachers from the thriving yogipreneurs. Okay, let that sink in. Okay, let that sink in. You having decided on your niche is what's going to set you apart, you know, and is what's going to put you on that path to becoming a thriving yogipreneur. Who are you serving? What is the problem that you solve? Thriving yoga teachers can clearly articulate that right? They can clearly articulate who they teach and what's unique about it. They've clearly defined their messaging. You know, their messaging is speaking to a specific type of person with a specific journey or challenge or desire. You thrive when you have a niche, okay? Because your niche is what's, what's going to make you specific. It's going to help you to stand out okay and as we know this is a busy space that we're in this online space but it's definitely not going away this online space is not going away okay it really isn't it isn't going away it's only going to explode okay it's only it's it's growing the online education space which yoga is a part of is growing okay and 
you know, the online space that we're in is, is a saturated yoga space. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. So therefore you have to get specific, you know, you have to give people a reason to seek you out. Like there are thousands of yoga teachers out there who are offering yoga for beginners. Okay. Or yin yoga, but there are far less who are offering fertility yoga or, you know, yoga for athletes is getting specific with your messaging. Don't overcomplicate this guys. It's not something that needs to be over overcomplicated. It's really about you going from sharing online to say, come to my yin yoga class Saturday at 10 a.m to getting specific with your language, right? That's what it's about. Yoga for women with fibroids, amazing, love it. Yoga for arthritis, Angela, hey babe. Love it, exactly, chronic pain, exactly. We're getting there. So we're starting to get specific. That's what gives people a reason to look for you. When people go online, Think of you, when you go onto Google, what do you do? You search for something specific, don't you, right? You search for something specific. Give people a reason to find you. They're never gonna find you if all you're sharing online is come to my yoga, yin yoga class Saturday at 10 a.m. They're never gonna find you, okay? Nine times out of 10, struggling yoga teachers, okay, I'm talking about the teachers who aren't getting any traction despite posting every day, you know, they, they say they're posting every day and nothing's happening or they're struggling to fill their classes and they're struggling to make money and they still don't have any spare time, they're just like hustle, 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 nine times out of ten, these yoga teachers haven't clearly defined their niche, yeah, they don't know who their ideal student is, Okay, they're sharing beginner yoga, yin yoga. They don't know what the specific solution is that they offer, yeah? So, you know, you, you may offer yoga for beginners or yin yoga, okay? Let's take those two examples. But the point here is that you must get clear on who that is for. Like, who is that person and, and why are they seeking out a beginner class or a yin yoga class? Yeah, you need to get, you need to dive in and understand who the person is. Why do they need that offering? And, you know, when you know that, you can start to create this messaging, this copy, this marketing that speaks to that person on an emotional level. Okay, you can talk about their stories and that's going to help them to relate to you. So, Likely, that story is your story. You know, likely you were once that person, okay? So you, you have those stories and it's up to you now to come out of your shell, okay? This is what it means to be the thriving yogipreneur, the business owner, to come out of your shell, to move through the fear of being visible, right? We don't get scared about this anymore because our purpose is to share, right, from our hearts. That's our purpose. We, we get online and we share our stories. And we, and despite how we might feel inside, you know, the first time we go live, we do it. <laughs> we do it and we keep doing it. And, you know, these stories and this unique messaging is what's going to move you away from that general wishy-washy message of come to my yin yoga at, you know, Friday 6 p.m. or join my beginner's yoga workshop 
this Sunday at 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it's going to move you away because that's not specific. It's not specific enough. It's going to move you away from that to actually having some unique emotional, emotionally led messaging that really connects to a specific person. Yeah, you have to understand who that is, who you're serving. What are the specific reasons that you're serving that person? And you know, when you when you know that, everything starts to shift. It really does. Those of you who have gone through this process, again, these are going to be profitable yoga teacher pro program students. This is the stuff, this step, step two, we're talking about deciding on a niche that you guys get stuck on. You know, there's so much resistance. You probably cringe when you hear the word niche. <laughs> I see you, I see you. It requires work to do this. It requires you to go and get the answers, to do the research, to ask the questions. And when you do that and you decide on your niche and you craft your messaging, you start to become magnetic. I promise you, you do. Because now, now your message starts to cut through that, you know, noisy online space, that saturated space. It starts to reach the people that it's supposed to reach. I know it's difficult. I know it's, it's, it, there's resistance here. And one of the reasons why yoga teachers stay with that general wishy-washy message is because, you know, they think, well, yoga's for everyone. And of course it is. We know that. And, but they think, I want to reach everyone. And therefore what happens? They end up reaching no one. So you are much better off, much, much better off getting specific and serving a small segment of everyone, you know, and becoming known for something. Like become the go-to, become the expert, the authority, you know, become that person in your space that people and other businesses want to work with. You know, imagine that you start to open up a network, a like-minded network of other guides, mentors, coaches, teachers who want to collaborate with you and who want to work with you because you're an expert in your space. And that helps you to tap into other communities that are exactly like the community that you're trying to build. Yeah? Deciding on your niche is a game changer. Okay? It's a game changer. So we teach this, we teach this inside Yogipreneur Launchpad, we teach it inside the Profitable Yoga Teacher. Go to the website, Digital Yoga Academy, and get your name on the wait list, okay? So without a niche, guys, you cannot market yourself. Marketing, which is what we're all trying to do here, right? We're trying to share our message. Marketing is not salesy, it's not sleazy. It's you simply communicating how you solve a problem. That's it, that's what marketing is. And without a niche, you don't know what that problem is, right? You don't know that problem. So you don't know the problem you're solving. So we need to understand this and we need to nail it because you know everything starts to flow, right? Content creation becomes easier. You suddenly know the topics that you need to create your content about. And of course, this is one of the huge stumbling blocks that you all have, right? It's creating content. It's a stumbling block. And you know, it will be difficult and it will continue to be difficult if you don't have a niche. Like that is 
that is that's that's the truth that's the honest truth laid on the table for you right now that's it you know it will continue to be difficult and you know creating offerings putting offerings out there again difficult if you don't have a niche like how can you create content how can you create workshops retreats online courses all of those incredible things for your students if you don't know who you're creating it for which actually brings me on to step three and step three which i'm moving on to right now is to get into creation mode what do i mean by that get into creation mode so who here feels stuck right now this is something i hear a lot right this is something this is one of the biggest problems that i hear from teachers is that they're feeling stuck like they're not able to move forward they're not taking any action and as we've just talked about the reason is because they haven't made that super important decision on on who their ideal student is and the niche that they're operating in and they haven't you know really refined the message and so they're stuck because they're unable to get into creation mode and creation mode is exactly what it takes you know it's creating content consistently yeah that should be a non-negotiable part of your week okay it's creating offerings consistently putting things out there testing like when i was first starting out as a yoga teacher and also when i first started digital yoga academy you know, I was in I was in creation mode. Like I was I was putting out and testing many different offerings, right? I created events and workshops, you know, as a yoga teacher, testing things out, refining it, seeing what people liked, refining it to create the next event. And the same for Digital Yoga Academy. You know, I was creating different um challenges and courses and trainings and really just testing everything out in my marketing sorry in my testing everything out in the space and testing out my messaging like i was in creation mode so have a think about this are you currently in creation mode because without that if you're not if you're not in creation mode you're not learning right you're not taking action, you're not moving forward, you're not learning. When was the last time that you created something new? Okay. Actually, there's a few little things here. There's a few little questions that I'm going to ask you. Are you creating new content every week? That's one thing. Okay, that's creation mode. And are you creating new offerings? Like when was the last time, for instance, you created an online workshop and put it out there? You know, because if you're doing that, imagine if you're doing that once a month. So this is something that we encourage students to do, teachers to do inside the Brothwell Yoga Teacher, is to be creating an online workshop every month and using that as an opportunity to test out ideas and to get feedback and to make money. <laughs> yeah, using it as an opportunity to put yourself out there as an authority on this particular topic that you're teaching inside your online workshop. So... You know, if you're not doing this, if you're not doing that, then probably you're trying instead, you're trying to fill 15 classes a week and struggling. That's not creation mode, is it? That's not creation mode. 
So it's really important to be looking at this. Am I in creation mode? Am I putting out new free content? free content that's gonna help me to grow my community, that's gonna position me as an expert, that's gonna support my students or my new community members to show to them, to build trust and to show to them that I am the yoga teacher that they can trust and work with, that I am the yoga teacher that understands them and the journey that they're going on and I can support them to, you know, inside my workshops, inside my memberships, inside my online courses. So am I putting out that free content? Am I doing that? Am I growing my email list through my free content? Am I doing that? Am I in creation mode? If you're not, likely the reason that you're not and you're struggling with that, maybe you've got a content block, writer's block, is probably because you haven't done the niche work, step two, right? You haven't done that, you haven't decided on that. And so you're stuck with the content creation part. But also importantly, when it comes to your offerings, again, this is what I'm talking about here when I talk about creation mode, I'm talking about content and I'm talking about offerings. But when you get into creation mode around your offerings with the hat of a yogipreneur, a thriving yogipreneur, we're actually thinking beyond dropping classes, okay? We're not, we're not thinking about, you know, filling 15 classes a week. We're not thinking about that. Instead, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? When we're brainstorming all the things that we can be working on, we're getting in creation mode about what we want to create for our community, we're looking at what we can create to no longer trade your time for money. Okay, do we know what I mean? Do you guys know what I mean when I say that? So when you're teaching a 60 minute yoga class, right? When you're teaching a 60 minute yoga class at a yoga studio, you're being paid based on your time, right? You're being paid based on your time. Like when you're teaching a student one-to-one -one even, you know, even if it's, even if it's online, you're being paid for your time. You're still being paid for your time. So to become a thriving yogipreneur is really about how you build a business that allows you to stop trading your time for money, okay? Instead, you look at how you can sell results. You look at how you can sell results and not time, okay? You're saying goodbye to that, you know, weekly, or monthly paycheck, and you're really working at getting paid based on results. That is what's going to is going to um, skyrocket your income. Like that, when you start to do that, that's really how you can blow the ceiling off your income. So, let's say Donna again. Well done, top of the class, Donna today. Online course, yes, exactly, an online course. So let's say you create an online course, okay? Let's say you create an online yoga course. You are selling a result, right? Your students, they don't care how many hours it, it took you to create the course. They don't, they're not concerned about that. You know, as long as your students are getting results that you promise, you can earn money, okay? Whenever anybody enrolls into your course, even when you're not physically turning up for something like you are not you're going from selling your time to selling the results right so students are coming to you they're coming to your online course 
because they have some kind of problem or they have some kind of challenge that they want to solve. And they're not really caring about, you know, how many hours your online course offers. Like, do they get 15 hours of content or whatever it is? Like, they're not really caring about that. They're actually more concerned about the transformation and the result that your online course is offering. So this is what we're looking at with this. So when you think about step three and we talk about creation mode, we are really talking about creating content consistently. And we're also talking about creating offerings consistently. You know, it gives you an opportunity to put offerings out there and test your ideas. The more you put things out there, the more results, the more data, the more feedback you're going to get. But also we're talking about how you can go beyond just the yoga class. What else can you create for your students that's going to allow you to stop being paid based on the time, to stop trading your time for money? Okay, that's really what's going to take you or elevate you from a struggling yoga teacher to a thriving yogipreneur, which is what we've been talking about today. Obviously, you're all here. You're all here for a reason. Like you can do this because you wouldn't be here listening to this right now if you couldn't do this. And, you know, keep working at it, right? Keep working at it. It takes a lot of hard work. I'm never going to say to you that this is an easy journey and, you know, it's a piece of cake. I'm never going to say that. I'm always going to share with you the challenges that come up on this journey, right? Because I've been through them. I still go through them. And, you know, you can go through them too. And, you know, this journey is exciting. It's super exciting. Like, and it's, it's, it's exciting when you are really connected to your purpose, right? When you're embracing everything that comes with it, when you are embracing failure, when you don't mind feeling uncomfortable, right? You're stepping up and you're growing. For me personally, like I don't tell myself that I'm stuck. I don't tell myself that, you know, I know that I don't have all of the answers. And, you know, I think it's possible to keep going even when you don't have all of the answers, like that's part of the journey as well. And so, you know, this, journey as a yogipreneur is an exciting one because, you know, in a way it allows you to break the rules essentially, you know, like if you break the rules in a nine to five, you get fired. <laughs> but as a business owner, there are no rules really. Like there's no one to answer to except, you know, your students essentially. You create the rules, like you're the boss and you make the decisions, like that's the beauty of it. And you really have the freedom to design your business and to innovate and to experiment. And, you know, I say this a lot, but to see your business as a laboratory, like get in there, be the scientist in the lab, try all the things and just don't be afraid to fail. Like your goal really as a yogipreneur, especially if you're just starting on this journey, is to learn. Your goal is to learn, guys. And you can only learn if you're not afraid to fail. And if you're not afraid to keep taking steps, even if they're baby steps, keep moving forward. Stop telling yourself you're stuck. You're not stuck. You're not stuck. If you've made a decision on your niche and you've been working on your mindset and you've been getting into creation mode, you are not stuck. You are simply learning right? And that is the, the biggest gift you can give yourself as a business owner is the lessons, right? The lessons. You need those lessons to keep moving forward. Okay, so there you have it. This isn't luck. 
You know, I've shared some of my successes with you guys today, right? I've shared some of my journey with you today. And I'm proud of my journey. You know, I really am super proud of it. Like we've been running the online courses and programs for the last four years. Out of five years of doing this since I first started Digital Yoga Academy. And this year, like we have gone over $1.1 million in sales from, course, from the courses and programs. Like it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. It isn't luck right? It isn't luck. It doesn't just happen for everyone, but it can happen for anyone, right? Anyone who has a strong love for what they're doing, right? Because this journey isn't easy. It's not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> and if your heart's not in it, you'll only go so far, okay? So you have to be in this for the long haul. And I know that you are. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to me today. So be committed to this, right? be committed to this soul searching and to really putting the time into this, right? Because it does require a certain mindset and it re requires commitment, okay? And it's not for every yoga teacher, but it's for you guys, right? It's for you guys listening to me right now. Sending you all so much love. You've been with me for about an hour. It's longer than usual. So thank you so much for taking the time out to learn and to listen. And I will see you all next week. Lots of love. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.